Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. And here we are, 2022 and season two. I decided to do a new season for the new year. And uh, as I always do, I just want to start by saying thank you for all of your support. Um, I I know the new year always brings us into a sort of reflective state as well as a, a looking forward state. And I can't really believe it. You know, I started last year listening to Catherine Ryan's uh, rather rude, very funny podcast and just felt inspired to give it a go. I guess it was a spirit world. Well, we know it was a spirit world, don't we? Uh, working through me to get me to to have a go, to have a try. And it's just so blooming amazing to have reached... Uh, I think we're nearly at 13,500 downloads. I've been top 20 in New Zealand on the spiritual and religion podcast section. So just absolutely incredible. And I couldn't do that without all of you with your reviews and your shares and your listens. So thank you. Thank you very, very much. Um, So... I've got some long overdue things to address with people today and a couple of things that I wanted to talk about uh, to start season two off. Um, Now, first thing I want to say is I know that some of you have emailed me and 
not had a response for months and I'm so sorry about that. Please know that every single email that comes into uh, podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk I do read. Um, I may not always get the time to reply but it doesn't mean that I don't care and it doesn't mean that I'm not so incredibly honoured and grateful that you have taken the time to reply to me. I, I keep doing that thing and I must learn to stop where we go, wow, that was an amazing, I can't believe that person emailed me that. I will reply and then life goes by and the weeks go by. And as you all know, I'm in a very weird energy at the moment and I'm still there, uh, feeling positive about it actually. I think this is part of my surrender and my journey, but still finding it uh, discomforting, not knowing what I'm supposed to be doing or how I'm supposed to be doing it or when. Uh, so I've taken some time off doing readings as well. So my membership program is closed. I've taken some time off doing readings. So at the moment, I'm just doing a little bit of teaching and my demonstrating. And I thought that was enough. And then uh, COVID comes back and the in-person hall that we meet for my circle in has gone really extra stringent with the rules. So now I can't even do in-person circle. And I just, I still feel like uh, those of you that read traditional tarot, I'm in the tower, aren't I? Um, is everything I know crumbling so that I can rebuild, but I'm still in the crumble, sadly. So thank you all. Thank you for your emails of support because uh, it really is just so wonderful. Um, so I wanted to give a shout out to Karen Hall, Carol Briggs, Maika from Germany and Charlotte Lee who've all emailed in uh, just to say hi and that they love the podcast and you guys really make me smile, you really make me happy. Um, and then I've got some other emails, you could probably hear the paper rustling as I'm looking at it. Now this is something that I wanted to say today is don't hold yourself back from what you want to do because you can't get the right equipment, the, the posh stuff, the things that you feel that you need to be a professional. Um, yes, I have got a mic, but this entire podcast, as you can probably hear, is recorded in my office. Uh, sometimes you might hear cars going by because it's next to what can be quite a busy road that people drive down quite quickly. I haven't got huge amounts of software. I'm not in a studio. There's no one producing this. I made my jingle on my phone. Um, and I'm telling you that because I was thinking about this a minute ago in this reflective new year energy and what do I want to talk about to start off season two. And I think that's one of the big things. Um, if I had known that this podcast was going to reach, I think it reached 51 countries last year, if I'd known it was going to reach all of those people, all of your ears, I probably would have told myself it had to be better. And so sometimes it's a blessing just to not know and give it a go and try and it still works, it's still reaching you. It might not be perfect. You might get the odd crackly noise. You might get the odd, some of them are louder, some of them are quieter. You know, they're not, they're not posh, but they are real. And so please don't hold yourself back on your journey thinking you need objects, physical things to, to make you better, clearer, more professional, because that's not how it works. 
And indeed, the first thing I always teach when I teach people how to read cards is that you don't need the cards. And if you think you need the cards, then you're in completely the wrong space. You need to work on your connection to spirit, your connection to your higher self, your own abilities at reading and feeling and experiencing energy. And the cards are a bonus. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love cards. I've got quite a collection of crystal balls. But I understand that actually when I wanna work for the spirit world, when they wanna get a message through me, it's just me and them and anything else is extra. So please don't hold yourself back if you're thinking, well, I will read for other people, but only when I've got this, or I will try and do my healing work, but only when I've got a clear space and a space that's private and a space that's this and that. And yeah, you have to be professional, like I say, but you don't have to be at that high level when you begin. When I first started healing people with Reiki, they came into my living room. They were on a couch in the middle of my living room. There is always a way. And one of the things that Spirit is always working with me on is you already have what you need. And they say that to me probably 10 times a day. I'll think, oh, I wish I had so-and-so and so-and-so. And then I'll go and look and I'll think that that will work. And they say, you already have everything you need. So please don't hold yourself back. Go out there, live your life share your knowledge uh bring bring that guidance and that light to other people so let's look at these uh emails here i'm gonna i'm gonna work backwards so lovely carl jenks emailed me in october sorry carl um just to say that he loves the podcast which is fantastic but he wanted to share a little story in his email and um i wanted to share it all with you because i just think it's a really lovely story um so we'll start here my name is carl i'm at the start Well, not the start, but I finally decided to commit myself to making definitive steps to really get to learn, refine and know exactly what I'm blooming doing. Kid with a gun comes to mind at the moment. Ha ha. (laughs) No, you will never harm anyone, Carl. I have no doubt of your intentions. It's amazing since making this decision how much the past few months have subconsciously drawn me closer to making this decision. Anything from conversations with friends about how certain people we meet along the way, their vibrations are not matching ours, and no matter how you try to integrate them, it's like walking through tar to get any sense of connection. My morning coffee and news fix suddenly turning from insightful to creating a toxic feeling before heading out to my day, especially that Piers Morgan before he thankfully left our screens. I feel for the millions of viewers being fed that negative energy across the country while they eat their toast and tea. I also had an intense feeling to be near the sea and the sense of relief once my bare feet are planted in the sand. I completely agree. Um, My husband despairs of me because I just have no idea what's going on. But actually, although it's horrendous, things that people are going through. Do I need to know that? Do I need to know that someone was attacked? Do I need to know that somebody died? Do I, that the fear is the pandemic, if you want my opinion, it's not the virus, it's the fear. And that's what's killing people. And that's what's damaging people. So I completely agree. Turn that news off. Start your day with something lovely. I've got even worse now because I can't watch any serious TV drama shows anymore because they're too depressing. I like light and frothy comedies, things that make you smile and feel good before you go to bed. Anyway, um, so 
Uh, Carl works uh, for a housing association as a surveyor and he wants to tell us about a tenant he met yesterday. Walking into the property, it felt light, bright, and it was immaculately clean and well-decorated, which is a rarity. I instantly wanted to take my shoes off like my mum taught me. Ha! Huh. I met this lovely lady and who left me to do my job, but also engaged in polite conversation. Upon finishing my survey and returning to the living room, I felt she needed my help somehow. I mentioned about the TV programme, a dubbed Japanese series, and she said that she preferred it to be subtitled. So I showed her how to change it and that feeling of help increased. As we continued the conversation, she brought up that she had been a widow for three years. Now at this point, I could see all around her head and shoulders a static energy, which I have seen many times before. The lady then tells me she was spoilt by her husband and felt sad that she only realised this once he had passed. Her regret was not telling him how much she appreciated how much he did for her. I don't usually engage on my senses with tenants, but felt confident too on this occasion. So I quizzed her to what she believed in when people pass on. She immediately started describing how some time after her husband passed, she was in bed and she felt static electricity on her back. As she turned, she felt scared. Then a voice came to her. I have been allowed to come back to see you. Don't be scared. I wanted to tell you how much I love you and loved my life with you. Then she was able to move and there was nothing there. She went on to say she at times she gets her own voice in her head telling her off by her full name just like her husband used to when he needed her attention. All the time I'm listening I feel uplifted and cannot stop feeling joy. I was painfully smiling like a Cheshire cat from ear to ear and feel a sense of understanding as if I can feel the presence and as if me and her husband are one. Strangest feeling I've ever sensed. I knew and felt that she continues to acknowledge her husband and felt the need to tell her about myself and that despite being at the start of my journey in mediumship, I could not give her a full communication, probably because I'm so pessimistic about my abilities. Definitely because you're too pessimistic about your abilities, Carl. But I wanted her to know that he loves it when she does acknowledge him. Even such a little suggestion meant the absolute world to her. So that was my beautiful interaction I wanted to share with you. If I was going to have a single moment that solidified what I want to continue to do, I think it was most definitely a clear message to myself to move forward with my development. Uh, yes, Carl, absolutely. And what a lovely reminder for us all, especially us developing mediums, because I think I've probably said it before, but we get so focused on doing better and being good enough and being able to do justice to the spirit that comes through and all of that entanglement that sometimes we forget the beauty of it all, the wonder of it all. And that interaction, Carl, will have changed that woman's life. That moment, those words, the kindness you showed her, the sign that she was looking for, you were her sign her sign that there is more and that her husband does hear her and yes he's not here in the physical but she's not really alone so that's just bravo Carl bravo love it love it uh, so that's really beautiful and really wonderful and I'm so glad for that. Um, then I've got another email from the 12th of November. This is like my um, email box of shame that I'm reading to you all here from Penny. 
and Penny um, is really enjoying it and she has asked a question and here we go. I often misplace things. It absolutely drives me mad. When this happens, I often sit in a quiet space and take breath whilst trying to retrace my steps. Retracing my steps often doesn't work and I still can't find what I'm looking for. However, more often than not, I will be sat quietly when an idea of where to look pops into my mind. It is often the last place I would have looked. This help also happens when I'm trying to sort out a practical problem. Am I reading too much into this or could I be receiving guidance from spirit? I used to always ask my mum for practical help. She passed away in 2014 and I think about her all the time. I've never sent an email like this before. Absolutely, Penny. Everybody who'll be listening to this, apart from you, will be nodding, saying, yes, that's spirit with you. And that is exactly the the problem with all mediumship, I think, is that it needs to be a surrender. It needs to be natural. And the problem is whenever you're trying to force something like trying to look for something or trying to find a solution, whether we're trying to communicate with our spirit guides or our loved ones in the spirit world, in that seeking, 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 we're giving the spirit a very limited, very structured, very bound space in our energy to work with us. And it's when we go, oh, bugger it, I can't find it, never mind, that all of a sudden we've created that space, we've released everything that we were holding on to, and they can communicate with us. So absolutely, absolutely, I believe that it's the spirit world working with you. And what a lovely reminder this is something that I've been listening to on the Abraham Hicks podcast recently about when you want something the best thing you can do is submit it to the universe tell them what you want and then get out the way do something else change the subject don't think about it and that's exactly what's happening here Penny your loved ones in spirit they're with you all the time your spirit guides are with you all the time and so they're not um they don't go anywhere they don't take tea breaks they don't get bored with you they don't disappear and because there's no time or space in the spirit world your loved ones in spirit can be with you whilst being with other people they don't have to ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Choose. That's one of the things that I just think is so amazing about spirit. They don't have to choose. They are with us all. I know before I started working with spirit and before they started to show this to me, I would imagine my grandfather popping in to see my mom, popping in to see my sister, popping in to see my brother, then popping in to see me. But he's with us all simultaneously. He doesn't have to choose. And yeah, you know, they will try and get the information to you. And 
it's us that gets in the way. The spirit world don't go. They never give up on us. They never get frustrated and leave. It's us that creates you can't see the wood for the trees the perfect expression there just came in um we are we create so much noise in our energy so much noise in our mind that how are we supposed to feel them and hear them so i love that i love that your mum is working with you this way and your guides are working with you this way we are never ever alone truly we are not our spirit are always with us and it's just amazing Every day just is absolutely incredible, the things that I hear of spirit doing. Um, and I love you guys emailing in and telling me. So if you're listening to this and you think, oh, that's just like when this happened, email it in. Let's share these stories with each other. Let's inspire each other. Let's hear each other's signs and stories and moments of absolute incredible amazement and watch how it all comes together. So getting a bit bit better now we're at last month i've got an email from katrina uh katrina o'sullivan and she said um i wanted to ask you about mediums calling spirits forward if you can ask for a specific person for example i recently had a reading and i was really hoping a certain person who had recently passed would come through however my grandmother came through she always does and mostly the reading was about her so I asked the medium about my friend if he was there and she was able to get him and bring him forward the thing is I didn't think mediums were able to control who came forward and I was just wondering how she did that she was able to give me his initial and everything so I'm not doubting her at all she gave me great comfort I guess what I'm asking is do spirits sometimes come forward and stay in the background until somebody asks for them specifically? Have I come across this? Yes. And it's really interesting, Katrina, how this works. So there's no black or white answer in this. Um, so I'm going to go off on one of my long wordy tangents probably, but um, hey-ho. <laughs> but um, one of the problems as a medium is... If you imagine your energy like, uh, uh, for some reason, spirit is showing it to me like a, a bobsled, I don't know, track, whatever you'd call that. Now, your intention decides how big that track is. So if you're a medium, subconsciously, sometimes you have to be very careful what you do with your energy and your intention, because it's easier, let's put it that way, to get, get a grandparent through. And the reason why it's easier to get a grandparent through and the reason why you're making your funnel for your bobsled really, really tight is because it's more likely to be correct. So all of us mediums, we have to face the problem with the desire to be right. We want to be right because it's embarrassing and awkward when you get to know. But even that wanting to be right is not a surrender. Um, it's a control. So what happens with a lot of mediums, myself included, you have to really watch yourself with this, is when you've got somebody in front of you, it's much easier to assume that there's going to be a grandparent coming through for them because most people have lost a grandparent than it is when you've got a young person in front of you who's lost a baby or someone who's lost a friend it, or, or a mother who's lost a son but the mum's only in her 40s it's harder so it doesn't mean that the spirit isn't there sometimes us mediums we just need a little nudge to open up but also as I said in the previous podcast um, 
It's also sometimes your grandmother might come in to build the energy to make it easier for your friend to come through. So my my grandmother, my nana who's in spirit, she's a really great energy uh, to work with because she loved to be the centre of attention in life. She loved to talk. She loved to hold court. Uh, she liked drama. She was very vivacious, very confident. And so she's a great spirit. She comes in a lot with my students. And the reason for that is because she's such a great communicator. She has such a strong presence. But that's because that's who she is. That's the essence of who she is. And quieter members of my family who who are gentler and more in life were willing to take a back seat, they naturally as spirits take a back seat because the essence of who we are remains. So sometimes as a medium, you have to also not go with the loudest energy in the space. Um, you feel out there and I try and feel the closest energy. So if you imagine four people stood around you right now and two were average communicators, one was a quiet communicator and one was that person you hate that you get sat next to in a restaurant because they talk five times louder than everybody else and they don't stop talking. That's me in case anyone's wondering. Um, so when you're feeling their presence that presence might feel bigger, it might feel stronger, it might feel clearer because they were a natural communicator, but it doesn't mean that they're the closest to you. So it's a very hard thing to, to work through when you're a medium. Um, now, as you know, you will have heard in the previous podcasts, one of the things that really causes a problem is when people come and they only want to hear from a certain person and they only demand. That said, whenever I do a reading, I always surrender to the spirit world for the first one and then uh, let the the sitter choose who they want for the second. Um, for that reason, really, I accept my limitations and I know that in an ideal world, in an ideal world, my ego would be completely out of the way and I wouldn't be worried about being right or wrong and I'd be able to step straight into it and do it and sometimes I can. Sometimes that does happen, but sometimes it doesn't. And I accept that's my humanness. I accept that it's not perfect. No mediumship is perfect. And this is so important for you developing mediums out there who are listening. There's no such thing as perfect mediumship. You will never get it 100% right. Uh, so you have to just try. And that trying is good enough for you and it's good enough for the spirit world. Um, and it's good enough for you if you let it be good enough for you. They just corrected me on that. I feel like I'm being nudged. Um, so sometimes it's almost like you have to go over the big energy and find the quieter ones, even though that's not really what's happening. And sometimes, of course, your sitter needs to show the spirit world, take that step up, that they are ready to hear from that person. I know you've mentioned it was a recent passing. So just the fact that you asked for them meant that you were giving permission, that you were saying you were ready to hear from them. And equally, you were ready. So sometimes people come and they ask to hear from someone specific and they don't come through. And they don't come through because it would damage that person's healing journey. So there's so many different things that are at play here. Um, it's crazy. So we can ask, we don't always get. I'm really glad that you were able to hear from your friend. That's a fan blumintastic doesn't happen every time which is why I said about keeping an open mind and not demanding who you hear from but we also have to give a shout out to your grandmother here because maybe she helped create an energetic space by coming through first where your friend was able to come through 
I hope that makes sense. Um, it's fascinating. I just think it's so complex. I'm so glad that I'm not the one that has to organise it all. I just have to try and get out of the way, which I'm not very good at either. But the spirit world are so all-knowing, all-seeing, all-understanding. Okay, and my final email is from my dear Lorelli. And um, she is messaging in here she was listening to the one about evidence the podcast about what makes good evidence and she wanted to communicate to us all um, from the side of the sitter Um, and this is lovely because I worked with Lorelli and I did this reading so it's it's really lovely to hear from her side about it Um, for me this is Lorelli speaking (laughs) good evidence is that that makes you know the person in spirit is your person Except for those who can see spirit, us mere mortals, muggles, haha, we cannot see or hear or feel spirits around us. Not me, at least, no matter how much work or meditation I put in. Again, I draw you to uh, Penny's question there, Lorelli. It's probably because you want it so. It's ironic, isn't it? It's ironic, but that's the way that it goes. So I'm totally blind. I cannot see my person as before to identify them. Especially my husband's six foot three, you didn't need to look hard. Anyway, for me, it's to be able to identify your person in the crowd. All the details you gave me in my reading made it crystal clear that it was my mum and my husband because those details related directly to them and no one else knew it except me and them. And after I could know for certain it was them, I could be open to their messages. If I didn't have that evidence, I couldn't possibly open myself. What if the message was from other strangers? Although it would have been good too, it wouldn't have had the same impact, the same healing effect on me. Your reading gave me peace, certainty and bliss and I was for hours after it in a state of joy, knowing they are on the other side of the veil, in the light, totally fine, doing their spiritual homework and occasionally watching the silly things I do here on earth. It does not mean I don't miss them, I miss them terribly and I wish both of them were here, but that's not how their or my life plan works apparently. However, I love them enough to be happy they're healed, safe and in love in a compassionate environment. That's my take of good evidence. For me, it's the ability of identifying your person like it happens in a crowded airport, that when you do it, you hug them tight like they did in spirit in my session. Isn't that lovely? And absolutely, absolutely, completely agree with you. Um, I know as mediums, we all get caught up in names and dates and ages, but people are so much more than that. And I'm so glad that they were able to come through equally I will say Lorelli they were able to come through that way because you were open to hearing from them that way and you were able to get yourself into a space of receiving so part of the fact that your reading was so good is down to you not trying to control it not trying to manipulate it to what you needed it to be but just allowing yourself to receive it as it was so uh, that's, I think, all of the emails. If you've emailed me and you've asked me a question I've not replied, could you send it again? <laughs> I am snowed under, under a pile of paperwork admin. You would not believe the amount of admin for my tiny little spiritual business. Even now I'm not doing readings. It's just humongous. So much going on. And um, one of the things that I just wanted to finish by saying, which really ties in, um, I was laughing as I was reading Lorelli's email because it really does tie in with what I've been thinking about recently. 
One of the things that I said to Spirit when I stepped back from my membership program and I stepped back from readings and I got into that state of, you know, feeling like I'm giving everything up that I want to hold on to. One of the things that I said to them was, I want to be able to feel you like I used to be able to feel you. And I was on my dog walk this morning and I realised that it's not that I can't feel them, it's that I take that feeling for granted. And they were showing it to me very much like uh, when you first start dating somebody at the beginning, you can feel, can't you? You can feel when their hand is near yours. You can feel when they're leaning close to you, that energy you build between you. You don't actually need the physicality of it. You can, you're so tuned into them. You're so aware of them. You're paying so much attention in the wonder of this new relationship. You look at how their pupils delight dilate the expressions on their face the micro messages their body language is sending you their energy their essence you feel it and then as my poor husband will attest after 20 years together you take them for granted you aren't looking lovingly into their eyes for hours you're focusing on other things because they used to be the only priority and now they're one of many and that's exactly what's happened to me uh, with my connection to spirit. Not in a bad way, in a natural way. They were telling me it's not a telling off. It's just a, I used to have to work so hard. Can I feel it? I was hyper aware. And now I talk to them all the time. And sometimes now they're communicating with me, not in language, not in words, just in energy, just in feeling. And when I was walking with them, they were saying, how can you possibly think we're not with you? We told you to give up your membership program. We told you to stop doing readings. We guided you to message these people on Instagram to set up interviews for your podcast. We guided you to do this. We set you up for that. How can you think we're not with you? Just because you're not hearing the words doesn't mean we're not there. And I just thought that was so true and so amazing and so funny. It's so typical of me expecting a poor spirit to jump in on a unicycle through a flaming hoop juggling balls and tapping me on the shoulder (laughs) and they've worked so hard to be with me for so long but that's the human of of me and that's the human of you and I just thought I'd share it because somebody out there listening to this is also doing what I was doing and forgetting to be grateful for what they're already getting (laughs) so there we go uh season two episode one complete and as always uh, please do email any questions you've got to podcast at hannahmedium.co.uk I will get back to you eventually maybe (laughs) and uh, keep your ear out because I have got some blooming amazing guest lines up for interviews so if you've got a question that you would like me to ask Uh, other spiritual people drop that over too let's collaborate let's all work together let's make this something amazing get your questions in and uh, happy new year to you all thank you all for your support and let's see where season two takes us have a lovely day 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.